Stand by for action. Everybody, welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast, episode two hundred something. Neil, two hundred something, yes, two hundred and forty something, I believe, is what we're up to. There but, you go. Yes, we're plowing through these, but I think you're right to not number them because some are time sensitive, some are not. So yes, it's good. It, to actually, get. today's is, it, this one is sort of time sensitive because summer is flying by. It is, dude. This whole and, year and is flying by. We're only like a little over a we're only a little over a month away from the event, so. This whole month is, I mean, this whole year has flown. So anyway. It, it, it just seemed like it was just fucking the new year, just like five minutes ago. I remember I remember my grandmother telling me when I was a kid, Neil, that when the older you get, the faster the years go, because everyone is a smaller part, portion of your life, percentage of your life. And I, I can't help but think that she's right, because holy crap. Huh? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Remember when the summer used to last forever? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we so anyway so yeah, uh, punk seventy seven at Gmail. Of course, we're still sitting at only one hate mail letter. We haven't got any follow up on that yet. So Ask we're still waiting. One after this interview. There you go. <laughs> number two. <laughs> and uh, of course, the the podcast group is still having a lot of uh, a lot of fun making fun of Richard's uh, poor taste in the records and getting lots of lots of updates on Simon Cowell's health. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. So once again, if, if you if you're new to the group, everything is getting approved now. We try to approve it really fast. And like I said, we're not trying to keep you from your from advertising your crappy band or whatever. We're just trying to keep these weird. I, I don't even I don't even know what kind of posts they are, but anyway. Yeah, they're just spam posts to try and get you to click on them, clickbait, and then they, you know when, when Simon Cowell finally does die, Neil, none of us are going to believe it. That's you true. Know, I, I saw a new one today. It's the same ad, same ad, but it was for like Lady Gaga or something. I don't know. Oh, still won't care. I still yeah. won't care. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, so it, so our guest today is a return, and what's becoming, you know, I think if we do it one more year, it becomes like an annual event. We're getting, we're working our way towards it. We have with us the president of Savage Mountain Punk Arts, the singer and guitar player from the Downstrokes, Jerry Lafamina. Did I get your last name right? It's Lafamina, but close La enough. La last Femina. year, I think I added a syllable to it. I was like, Jerry Lafamina or something, so <laughs> I get a little better every year. French people. Look, uh, right Mercedes was kind people. enough to bring me uh, some some mezcal. Uh, so, oh, uh, there you go. By, by the drink. end of it, I won't care how you pronounce my name. So <laughs> today is the day. I don't know when when people will hear this, but today is the day before the Fourth of July. So I got out of work early and jumped in the pool. The weather's been weird, but it's like sunlight intermittently. So I started drinking about two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to try to avoid sobriety for the next week or so. There you go. That's, that's my. Goal. That's good. I'm off the rest. I'm off the rest of the week. I'm looking to relax, and I'm glad Jerry's relaxing with us. What about you, Neil? You haven't you got a cold one yet, or are you uh, taking? No, I went to the doctor this morning to get some test results back, and I was hmm. I thought I should uh, I should re- uh, probably not drink today. I don't know. Maybe I will later. Well, you've because... already been to the doctor. You're done there. I mean, what what are you trying to prove at this point? <laughs> well, maybe the results were bad. What do you think about that? <laughs> no, they weren't. How's your liver, Neil? That's the key thing. How's your liver? It's the one. That's why they call me Liverpool Neil. It's the one thing that's actually good. How's that? <laughs> Keep it working. He keeps it working hard. You gotta. It's like any like any other athlete. 
you have to keep it highly functioning. You have to train a lot. <laughs> they got to punish that liver, right? Exactly. Hey, That's so hey, I, so so Jerry, I have to ask. Oh, hold on, hold on a second, Tom. Yeah, hold on ahead. to that thought. But Jerry, I have to ask. So you said you're drinking mezcal. What's the difference between mezcal and tequila? Uh, tequila is a particular agave, just blue agave. Mezcal can be from any of the agave uh, plants. So it's so it's cheap tequila is what you're telling me. No, it's actually more expensive, right? Oh, it is. It's actually more expensive because it's a sort of rarer agaves. Well, there you go. You heard it here first. It's it's a smokier. I I find I find tequila to be like drinking um, sort of uh, bourbon, but uh, uh, mezcal is like drinking scotch. It's got a smokier, uh, fuller fuller flavor. Okay, have you ever drank a tequila and you know, a drinking? Is that the right word? I don't know. Have you ever had tequila unless you were drinking something else? Like, I had to have something else to soften me up before I'm drinking tequila. Apart from that shot that we had the other week when you were visiting. Well, yeah, but we were drinking beer. <laughs> that's tr- Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. We were drinking beer. Yes, yeah, so, no, I must. You're right. I've never had tequila. I mean, nobody goes. I, I never went and sat at a bar and said, hey, can I have some tequila? Well, you get a, I have. Get a margarita. Like, I drink beer. So I got I got to say, Jerry, before we get too deep into the depths of the Savage Mountain world, I believe congratulations are in order for you. You either are getting married or just got married. I just got engaged. Uh, Mercedes, who is the vice president yes. of Savage Mountain Punk Arts, whom I think um, gave you a hard time the first time she yes, met you. Yes, yes. We, yeah, now, we're, now we're all good, I think. Yes. Uh, she and I <laughs> are getting married in April. Oh, April. Okay, okay. I thought maybe I saw... I, I'm not a very good Facebooker, but I thought maybe I saw that you got married. So, okay. Well, anyway, congratulations. Thank you. And uh, the other thing I, w- I always want to ask, I, you know, so you're you're the president of Savage Mountain Parker. How often do you guys do elections? Are you like Vladimir Putin? Do you just automatically get get stamped every year? Or <laughs> and he kills his rivals. Um, yeah, exactly. His rivals just disappear. Well, board terms are three years. Okay. So um, uh, I am. Uh, so the initial board term, everybody served for a year, and then we drew hats for when the three years would. Some people would be one year, two years. So you could spread it out, and okay. I actually drew a three. So um, uh, I am. I am. Uh, I am uh, president uh, for. Uh, we will have new board elections uh, right before the festival. Our secretary will be replaced, um, but I think the other three positions nobody has sort of said yes. I wanna, I wanna be president. Nobody so has no, said that. There's no like hostile uh, takeover coming. Like, no. like somebody's trying to run you out. Like Jerry, we got to get rid of the old guard. We got to get rid of Jerry. We need some fresh thoughts here. Well, we we are actually we're very. Uh, you know, there are uh, there are ten board members, although we just we're expanding to twelve. Um, and we uh, we are actually a really sort of congenial group, um, and we have like we have a subcommittee that's in charge of like organizing who would we like to bring. My job is to actually work with the promoters and booking agents and stuff like that. I'm kind of the public face of the organization, yeah. but uh, it's not my organization. Like we're bringing in somebody now. Uh, who is going to be uh, uh, Butch Haggard? He's in Barbed Wire Necktie, which uh, was that name 90. sounds familiar. It I think does. He must be. Yeah, he's in our group festival. for sure. They're on the festival this year, uh, but they were a '90s band from Cumberland, and they're doing a reunion show at the festival. Oh, cool! Uh, but Butch, uh, he's going to be kind of our historian. He's going hmm. to because uh, one of the things that we've been very interested in doing is 
archiving the history of punk rock going to back to like 77, 78 in this region. Um, and it's something I started to do, but as the organization has grown, as we do more shows, as we book bigger shows, um, and as we do some crazy things, which I'll get into uh, in a bit, um, the board has had to do some more work. So one of the things Butch is going to be is he's going to be our historian. Um, and uh, I, I think that's a good thing. Uh, and it I makes it, just, it makes I, sense, right? Because he's he's lived there. You're a relatively recent transplant. At uh, twenty years, I'm still I'm still an outsider. Oh, is that right? Twenty years. Oh, twenty that's years. Not I arrived in okay. I arrived in two thousand and four. Okay. Well, so for those that don't know, because and and who didn't listen to the the show last year, maybe do you want to explain a little bit about what the Savage Mountain thing is and what you're president of exactly? Savage Mountain Punk Arts is a non-profit dedicated to punk and underground arts uh, in Western Maryland, in specifically, but in Northern Appalachia in more general. Uh, so we host shows. So it's like um, Pittsburgh. Is that so? Is Pittsburgh considered uh, Northern, Northern Appalachia? Okay. That'd be uh, the biggest town, West Virginia. Um, but we do we've done some shows in West Virginia and in Pennsylvania um, and one of the we say punk arts because we also do things like uh, we archive zines and uh, host events like poetry slams and spoken word stuff because there's a large poetry contingent to punk um, you know Patty Smith, Jim Carroll, Richard Hell uh, of, of course, you have, um, you know, Allen Ginsberg on The Clash, just Combat Rock. So we sort of appreciate that, but also visual art. Um, we've done art shows last year. We're going to do another one. We celebrate tattoo artwork. Um, and we're going to do some other really cool things in the coming year. We're going to do uh, a, a, a painted and uh, designed jacket show. Oh, nice. Um, and we're also going to do, during that exhibit, we're going to do one day a sort of design a jacket event um, in which we're going to show people how to, like, sew with dental floss and stuff like that. So we're, we're, we're more than just shows. And we are also about uh, um, documenting the history of punk rock in a community where people don't think it existed, but it existed since 1978-79. Mm. Nice. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Jerry. Let's play... Okay, so... Because we talked about this quite a bit when you were on last year, the idea of the non-profit thing, because I think it's a real novel, interesting way to go, and you have a real involved community, and you got a bunch of sponsors and stuff that help you out, and it's a really good setup. But before we get any further, let's play a song. You know, let's... All right, Jerry, what, why don't you pick one of your festival headliners? Just pick one at random, whatever the four of the four you sent us, and uh, tell us a little bit let's, about it. Let's do "Born with a Tail" by the Super. Ah, Sonic. there we go. So let's just begin. Begin there. I, it's, it's such a great song. It's so much fun. Um, you know, and uh, we're super excited to have them. But uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've often felt like I was born with a tail. There so. you go. And these guys are your big Saturday headliners, so that, that's yeah. a good way to start. Let's start them with a hard right hook, Neil. Let's go. You, you were just you were just listening to these guys, weren't you? And, you, and this is one of the songs you mentioned, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I just saw them. Just saw them last week. This yeah. is from the delicious, uh, sacrilegious 
Sacrilicious Sounds of the Super Suckers. Sacrilicious. Okay. Probably their biggest uh, commercial album of the mid nineties. I think mid nineties, early mid nineties. It's sacrilegious yeah. and delicious combined. Yes. <laughs> Invented by Homer Simpson, I believe. <laughs> okay. there, there was an episode where there was a waffle stuck to the ceiling, and he said something about praying, and Marge's like, that's not God, that's a waffle, it's stuck to the ceiling. And it fell into Homer's hands, and Homer looked at it, and he said, I know I shouldn't eat thee, and then he takes a bite out of it, and he goes, mmm, sacrilegious. <laughs> There you go. There you go. So <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Sucker, <laughs> <of> the tail. <laughs> yep. 
Now, if only the Super Suckers appeared on The Simpsons. Yeah, maybe. Maybe someday. Neil, do you think you have enough gap to get the song in there, buddy? <laughs> I hope so. There I'll you do go. It. I will. <laughs> All right. There we uh, go. There we go. That was the Super Suckers. <laughs> super Suckers when born with a tail. There you go. Sacrilegious. Get, sacrilegious. Get see behind the curtain a little bit there, people. Get Delicious. to see how the sausage is made. Who knows? I might cut that out. Who the hell knows? Yeah, or not. Whatever. I don't care. People but know. But do it. they see how the waffles are made? Is my question. <laughs> you got to Google blue. You got to Google blue, blue. What was it? Blue waffle? No, you have to Google to find out how waffles are made. Blue waffle? What are you talking about? No, it was like some weird. Porn thing. Anyway, all right, I, I take it all back. <laughs> porn thing, Jesus. Okay. So, so Jerry, I gotta say, I was a little surprised. There was a couple of bands that I was surprised not to see on the bill this year, and one of them was Your Downstrokes. Um, was it just a matter of making room, or how come? How come we got no Downstrokes this year? Uh, it, part of it was making room. Uh, part of it is uh, as the festival grows and it gets bigger every year. Um, I get more and more bands that want to play. Sure. Which means that uh, I have to start thinking about rotating some bands that have played regularly off. And my sense was one of the best ways to do that was to lead by example. Sure. So, uh, and our goal as we move forward is to sort of say, you know, we do four major events. Uh, we do a sort of kickoff show. This year it was Electric Frankenstein. Last year it was Richie Ramone. Then we do uh, the picnic, which is its own thing. But then we do the festival, and then we do Punktoberfest. On Punktoberfest this year, we have the Coffin Cats coming. Mm, Nice. Mission. Um, And and my goal is to sort of say, if you play Electric Frankenstein, you don't play anything else. If you're local. Oh, I got you. I got you. So one major, one of the four major events. Right, you play one of the major events. So, like, we have a local band, Defiant Brood, playing the festival... They're a local horror punk band. Um, and then when they heard that Coffin Cats were playing, they were like, can we open for the Coffin Cats? It's like, no, because you're playing the festival. And my goal is to like firmly implement that starting in the spring, uh, you know, starting next year, but trying to hold that line um, to spread the wealth. We When we started Savage Mountain, we had like three or four local bands now we have about 10. I mean, it's amazing, but it means that there's more people that want to play and surely more people I want to have play. Sure. So why don't we catch up with the downstrokes a little bit? Okay, so we had you on last summer, and you had a 7-inch that you are hoping to get out by Halloween. I don't think it was anywhere close to Halloween when it actually came out, if I remember right. But uh, it was so Valentine's you guys have- Day, baby. Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, okay. So, so your horror-themed 7-inch came out on Valentine's Day. That's, you know, <laughs> so it might be appropriate, Neil. I don't know. Maybe sort of mildly appropriate. Depends right? on your Valentine, I guess. I guess. Hey, hey the flip, the B-side is Bride of Frankenstein, which is a love song. There you go. Well, I'll tell you what, Neil, or Jerry, since you're not going to be there playing this year, you should at least bring a couple copies of that 7-inch because I want I want to buy one of those off you. So uh, make sure you have a couple copies of that at the festival. Right. I yeah. will make sure there's one with your name on it. What's the A-side oh, called for everybody? What's it called? It's called the A-side ahead, is UFO Baby. It's actually a parallel of songs. Um, one about, uh, you know, uh, dating someone that you think is from another planet. Um, like or dating someone who's a monster. Take your pick. There you uh, go. Or both. So, 
so cool. I'll tell you what. So, okay, you want to talk about what else you guys got going on? Because you got a lot of stuff going on. Like I told you, you can talk as much or as little about what what you guys have going on. Because I know you got a bunch of stuff in the works, and I don't know how much of your careful divulge, care, you know, you want to divulge. But tell us what's going on in the Downstrokes world. Uh, really quick, the Downstrokes. Uh, we have a new album coming out. Uh, it's recorded and uh, mixed. Do you it's even dare say cool. when, or is this is that just not uh, something you've been goal, The goal is um, October first. Um, so, so for next Memorial Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it is called "This Close to Vertigo." Okay. Um, and it's ten ten songs long. It's okay. uh, you know, uh, it's uh, I, I'm. A record I'm extraordinarily happy about, uh, you know, sort of continuing what the Downstrokes do, which is kind of explore the sort of spectrum of what punk rock is. Um, you know, I, I don't like to be pigeonholed into being a sort of, well, we're this sort of punk band or not. Um, it was a lot of fun to record. Uh, when we went in to the studio, uh, I said to the to the engineer producer, I was like, I want you to listen to uh, Give Him Enough Rope and uh, Go For It by Stiff Little Fingers. Oh, he nice. said there's that, that era of, of, of sort of UK punk in which they had American producers, um, and, and that's kind of where I wanted to be. Uh, I'm really happy with it, and we also, at the same time... Uh, recorded six other songs including a cover of police on my back mm. um that will be a split lp with our good friends the prozacs from from massachusetts and that'll be out uh sometime in early 2024 so do you have a label attached you put them out yourself or what, it, what are you it'll, doing? it'll be uh the album will be out uh this close to vertigo will be uh Co-labeled by Coffin Curse and Allegedly Records. Okay, Coffin Curse uh, is Big Mike from uh, from Reckless, Reckless Threat. Threat. Yeah, yep. yep. It's uh, funny because last year I'm pretty sure we talked about him. He was having some real health issues. I'm glad he seems like he's doing much better now. So he's doing great. Um, and uh, so yeah, uh, that's that's what's going on there. We got a we've done a, a we did a, a lot of shows. Uh, in the spring, going through through May, we're taking a little bit. Of, we took a little bit of a breather. We got some shows coming up, uh, regional, uh, but we're also uh, trying to do a, a couple of shows, like a long weekend series of shows with Electric Frankenstein. Mm. Um, hopefully, uh, in uh, the end of November, um, and we're going to be doing a, 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 a southern swing into North Carolina and South Carolina. And maybe Georgia in the in the fall too. Uh, you know, uh, we do what we can as uh, four adults with adult responsibilities. Sure. Well, cool, man. I'll tell you what. Let's play. Let's play the single since that's out. It came out in on Valentine's Day, and then we'll play the single, and then we'll dig into this year's lineup. Okay. Sounds like a plan. So this is going to be the Downstrokes with their new in inverted commas single. UFO baby.
All right, downstrokes there with UFO baby. Do you say UFO or UFO? UFO. UFO. Who says UFO? Neil? That must have been an English thing in the in the seventies. Really? UFO. Yeah. You people are so strange, man. <laughs> Hey, we invented the language, goddammit. And it's funny yeah, you mentioned yeah, the you it's funny you it. it's funny you mentioned the uh, producer from uh the second Clash album because they got so much shit when they when they chose the was it Santi Perlman, is that who it was from Blue Oyster yeah. Cult? Yeah. They they got so much shit when they well, when that they is did that. Weird for Blue Oyster Cult, huh? Yeah, but it it is a great fucking album. It's actually my it favorite is, is. Clash era is uh is is around about is around that one. Uh, it, it's that's a that's a great record and and go for it by stuff little fingers is a great record um and those were really like like that's where i when i was imagining this record uh this next record i that's that's really where my focus was uh for the producer um and we're super excited by it i, I really can't stress that enough and, and I will say this: uh, UFO Baby is on the album. It's a completely different version. We hmm. re-recorded the song. They do it ska, Tom, just for you. Oh boy, <laughs> ska version. All those horns, so many horns. No, yep. no I not do it ska. <laughs> Interesting. Ska is in my rearview mirror, far in my rearview. That's view. where it should be for all of you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. So, so you, so you, you were talking about how every year you get more and more bands that want to play, obviously, and. You do have a few standards that seem to play every year, come in and out every year. So how do you, in 2023, how do you start building? Do you build with your headliners, or do you start in the middle, or, or how do you go about setting up this year's bands? I, 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 I'm booking headliners for next year now. So that's the first thing. You're booking headliners. It, it has to be. Um, one, because, uh, you know, there's a festival season, and I'm trying to lock some people in before they decide to go elsewhere. Sure. Um, but the other thing is, uh, it helps sort of dictate a budget and it helps sort of dictate, um, a sensibility. You know, last year we did, uh, Friday Night Ska, and again, this year we're doing Friday Night Ska. Uh, I can tell you next year we're probably not going to do Friday Night Ska. Oh, no. But we might do <laughs> Friday Night gonna, Ska. I'm gonna I know myself. you're heartbroken. I'm going to cry myself Tom. to sleep tonight. <laughs> going to have to Tom, get there early on Friday, Tom. I, I know this. This by the time the headliner goes on on Friday night, I'm usually in such a state that I, I I'm dancing. I'm, I'm fine. It's good. <laughs> you think you're dancing? It's, yeah, exactly. it's, drunken swaying it's doesn't falling, falling with style. You yeah, know, falling you with style. Um, no, but we're probably looking at uh, some sort of uh, big name post punk band. We've uh, we've we've thrown out maybe Gang of Four uh, to try to approach uh, Violent Femmes. We're sort of. Uh, Wow. You know, we're we're always interested in again that that idea that the genre is is a big tent sort of sure, thing. Sure. Um, but but we've done Scott two years in a row, uh, and we sort of think we could we could give it a rest for a year without uh, anybody crying. Yeah. Especially. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because last year the headline la- uh, on Friday night last year was Mephiscopheles. Mephiscopheles, yeah, and they were they were actually a lot of fun. The singer is such a funny dude, dude. Neil. He just he's sitting at the bar. I mean, th- I'm not saying he was the only black guy in the whole place, but he was. You know, there was certainly not a ton of him. He's just sitting at the bar and he's got like these bone earrings. He looked like a, a voodoo priest or something. It was yeah. so funny. <laughs> I did not get a chance to talk to him, so I can't speak to whether or not he was as he as he was that he was as scary as he looked. But they, they were they were good. That was fun. He was a great guy. Um, uh, although he got upset after the show, he he said, you know. 
were all these video cameras? And I said, well, one, your agent knew we were videoing it. Two, it's for archive purposes. You know, as a nonprofit, we sure. want to archive and document everything we do. We're not selling the video. I and mean, we have we have so much 4K video footage, but we're doing it not for any other purpose than to document everything we do and to embarrass tom to embarrass tom trauma when we see him dancing yeah. about to the ska bands <laughs> there you go yeah well, well, well that that footage is going on youtube there you go please well i noticed that popped up in one of the later pictures and i was prominently flying my middle finger i have no idea what the context of it was <laughs> probably mercedes looked and said smile and i flipped her the bird there you go she took it she took takes it much better than my wife <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good thing. She stays, she stays did mad. Did you give your wife the middle finger? <laughs> I, I did. I did in a particular circumstance, but oh, I, you know, that's that's for a different deal. <laughs> they cut me off. She had me cut off. Oh boy! <laughs> no, it's all fun <laughs> games. Anyway, but uh, so why don't we? What, what do you want to do? You want to go through the Thursday lineup? Want to well, start at the bottom and work our way to the top? Start at the bottom and work our way to the top. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, uh, well, I want to talk about. I just want to talk about like booking. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, keep going. Whatever you want to talk about. Because that that's where we we were. So we start with the headliners, um, and then we start to fill it out as best we can. Um, it's it's never an easy process, and uh, we had the you know we also had a situation like we had the Jason schedule. Yep. Yep. Um, and the Jasons got the opportunity. The queer Yep. to tour with the queers and so after we had already come to an agreement they canceled and that led us to um, you know kind of dig around for what we were going to do next uh, and we replaced them with uh, Doc Rotten yep. great choice yep. Yep. Um, but what that did though is that, that meant that we had to uh, move some of the other bands around uh, because uh, we have a band that's good friends with the Jasons and usually we like to get them to play together well that uh, that went out the window and then it was sort of like well why are we moving to this night and it's like well look I've, it is it is not easy what we do is not easy it's like playing Tetris mm. um we, it's 21 bands and three, three 22 nights. 22 bands. 22 actually. bands and three nights, okay. Uh, because uh, as it turns out, um, the rumors, we had to add the rumors uh, because they're touring with the Super Suckers um, and the Super Suckers agent didn't realize that at first. Um, and so there you have it. I'm. It, it is, uh, it, it's a lot of moving parts. Um. And then, you know, and the, you know, as as you could imagine, it's often like, well, can we play Saturday? Can we play Saturday? Can we play Saturday? It's like, one, no, not everybody can play Saturday. Um, and, you know, it's like, I, I need you to recognize, you know, I, we need you to recognize that playing is, you know, like, it shouldn't matter what night or what day. Like, You're going to say it's a privilege, aren't you? I'm not going to say it's a privilege, but I am going to say, uh, you know, I, I I don't mean this the wrong way. I have so many bands that want to play. Yeah, that if you don't that, want it, somebody else will do it. That if you are willing to say, I can only play if it's this day, 
my attitude is going to be, well, I can replace you. Yeah. Um, you know, and the other thing is, like, don't give me a hard time. Whatever you do, uh, my life is too short for drama. <laughs> and I he's, mean, the, I'm, I'm, he's the president, goddammit. Just leave him, yeah, exactly. leave him alone. Not even that I'm the president. It's like, look, I have enough shit to do. Yes. Like... Isn't that life in general? Isn't that life in general? After like fifty years old, though, isn't that life? Just our general attitude. Fifty-four-year-old guy. Yeah, like who is it? Leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you're gonna make my life harder, my answer is no. There you go. Well, yeah, because I'm a bastard, but because there are so many bands that are gonna be low maintenance. Yeah. That I would rather deal with. Well, it's funny because yeah, you have to move all these parts around. If somebody's not willing to be flexible with it, then it makes it much more difficult. And you got to have a good lineup every day. You want people coming for yes. three days, so you got to have a good lineup on Thursday. Even though yes. even though it's harder for bands to play on Thursday, I get it, but you got to. So just to, just to explain that one a little bit, so it starts on Thursday, August tenth, and goes yeah, actually, through you're doing Saturday. A show, right? You're doing a Wednesday thing? No, Wednesday we do an art show. Oh, an art show. Okay. Art show. So Wednesday it- we do an art show, and the weekend before we do an acoustic event. Uh, oh boy. For locals, just to kind of gear us up. Gotcha. But Thursday, and what we learned last year, by the way, is that a lot of local people uh, have to work Friday. Yep. And so Thursday, we are ending around 12.15 rather than 1.15. Because really, by 12.30 last year, it was pretty much only people who were staying in hotels. And Tom Thomas. Well, and it's, 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 it's interesting, right? Because... I wonder what the percentage is. Because, I mean, you go to the Ramada there, which is the not-as-nice hotel in town, and it's full. I mean, you recognize people from years previous, and there's a lot of us that are staying for the weekend, clearly. But I wonder what the percentage is. I mean, is it 50-50? Is it... It's about 50-50 locals and... and, and, and out-of-towners. But the people are so friendly, Neil, that even though we drive like eight hours to get there, I mean, after year two, they really made us feel pretty much at home. You know what I mean? I, we don't feel like outsiders at all. We're we're like friendly with people, if not by name, by face. You know? Yeah. It is. It is like a. It is like a family reunion. It really is. Um, I see people. There. There are certain people that I only see once a year. It's that weekend, and I am super happy to see them. So even me, even me, Neil. Even me. So so if the Ramada is the not so nice, what's the nice one in town? There is a, a nice a, hotel. There isn't the both of these are within walking distance. The Fairfield Inn, um, and we actually have a discount rate. The Fairfield Inn, uh, okay. which is like that's where you want to stay now. It's it's <laughs> yeah. only like twenty dollars more a night, and it's a much better hotel. That's the one the I'll be staying here's, at then. Here's the thing go. with the Ramada, Neil. The ones within walking distance. The Ramada is within stumbling distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. I, mean, I don't the get Ramada it. Is so close. The Ramada is so close that you go in, you buy your records, and you take it back to the hotel. Yeah, I don't back. get as, I don't get as drunk as you though, so I'm fine. That close too, I hate to tell you. You can, you can walk to the Fairfield in seven minutes. See, because I've already booked I've already booked the Ramada. It's like a it's like a rite of passage. It's like a tradition now. <laughs> Doesn't matter how <laughs> shitty it is. Actually, you're gonna you know, keep going back. Year, the first year we went, the Ramada was really really rancid, but they've actually it was much better than that. Well, okay, they, so they seem to have done some good things over there. Let's talk about that a second because that's interesting. So, okay, so now it's just, now it's a set that every year you like to go. But how did you come to go to this, the, you know, thing in rural uh, Maryland? How did how come you went to it the first year? What was the deal with it? Do, do you remember Jerry? Do you remember why I ended up over there? You sloppy seconds, baby. Yeah, our boys sloppy uh, seconds played over there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
right, now and it was coming off of COVID, and we had been sitting on our butts for you know a better part of two years. So the thought of driving eight hours really didn't deter us that much. So that was twenty twenty one then. Uh, yes. Yes. So this will be your third. This, this will be, be your third. third. This will be our third year. And okay. well, and the other thing, last year, uh, we, uh, Ronnie, the, one of the board members there, invited us to the infamous pool party. And I got to tell you, that's that's almost. I mean, it's almost better than seeing the bands. It's so much fun. Well, you've, all, you've, almost, you've almost sold me on the trip just on the pool party. You've talked about oh, pool gosh, party so, so much. And, and I, 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 I was so thrilled when I got my Facebook invitation this for this year again. So, oh, I uh, can't. Well, matter of fact, we invited you via Facebook too, buddy. There you go. Well, it's fun. It's funny, Jerry, because I think the the first year, I think you guys literally changed the way you did the festival. Part of it was just so everybody could hang out at the pool party because you used to have like the Saturday matinee show. Uh, Which we did not go to, actually. We skipped that so we could explore the area because it was our first time in beautiful, historic Cumberland, Maryland. Which, exploring the area basically means looking at George Washington's cabin and hitting a bunch of bars. (laughs) Uh, Actually, no, the reason why we got rid of the matinee was because we we were originally, the festival started in 2016, and we were in a bar, which means we... And not not a bar that served food. And in Western Maryland, if you are just a bar, you can't have all my all ages show. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. So we did. We started a matinee so that we could do something for kids. Um, so we could do something for for under kids because Mezzo serves food. We can have an all ages day every day. <laughs> and so the matinee made no sense. And the other thing is, is that. I'm old. <laughs> it's a long day. So the all ages show meant that I had to be at the club after being at the club till three in the morning on Friday. I had to be at the yeah. club back at noon, noon or whatever. Yeah. Um, and and it's I a long never, day as is. I mean, Saturday yeah. is a long day. And I had never been to the pool party. The pool party last year was the first time I'd ever gone to the pool party, and it was well worth it. Yes. Um, well. So. I'll tell you what, Neil. Why don't, I'll tell you what. We haven't got into the lineup at all. So, is, so as far as booking goes, Jerry, have you said your piece, or is it, are you? As far as the booking stuff goes, did you have more to say? I don't want to cut you off because I kind of cut you off last time. No, I, I, I just you know, right now we're talking to headliners, we're talking to agents, we're talking to some bands. We have a, we have a wish list. Um, you know, uh, this year uh, we spent. I, I'll say this: I spent about ten. 12 months courting Scream. Uh, oh, I had lots of great... Bit. The old Washington, you see it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had lots of great conversations with Pete and Franz Stahl. Uh, it didn't work out, but we're hoping uh, maybe next year. Uh, see, really that's the kind of thing that, that gets... The, I love those guys. That's the kind of thing that gets the old geezers out, you know, those kind of reunion... See, I love that stuff. You know, getting a chance to see a band that I never saw in the eighties. Yeah, scream or crowd or somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Why don't we play another song and then we'll start digging into the lineup? Then we'll go through the lineup day by day. Let's. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to do play some Rebelmatic? Huh? Yeah. Who is who, who is who is Rebelmatic? I've never heard of this band before. Rebelmatic is a New York hardcore band, all black, super cool, and you got to check them out. Neil, they're terrific. You know, I'm Tom? Their sound is very abrasive. It's it's uh, it's interesting. They play Grand Rapids. I missed them, but they're uh, they're they're do they're onto something. They're onto something. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I think they're uh, kind of cool. I mean, I think it's cool. You know, I don't think 
I don't know. It's always, you know, us old guys, it's always a struggle when it's not orthodox in sound. Yes, sir. But I always, you know, I always say about punk, you know, I say the same thing the Supreme Court said about pornography. I might not be able to define it, but I know when I hear it, and I do get a punk vibe from these guys, as opposed to some of the newer bands that are supposedly punk that don't give me a, don't give me like a punk vibe. So anyway, what song are we playing, Jerry? Oh, what did I tell you to Everything play? Everything is a mess. Everything is a mess. Everything is a mess. Okay, so this is Rebelmatic with Everything is a Mess. <laughs> down what I sent to you all. Oh, that's fine. Rebelmatic there with everything is a mess. I'd like to know what everybody thought of that. As Tom says, what did you, how did you describe them, Tom? I, I, they were, they were playing in GR, like I said, and I, w- I was considering going, but I didn't end up making it. So I spotified them a little bit. I thought it was interesting. It was cool. I mean, I didn't dislike it. I definitely think I like it in a live setting. I look forward to checking them out. Cool. Cool. So I'll tell you what, why don't we work through the Thursday lineup if that were if that works jerry if you think that's a good way that's i, I we, we don't plan you know we never planned and then all of a sudden it's like well how are we gonna do this that's kind of my thought on it <laughs> that's fine well, 
Thursday night starts with a Maryland band called the Doo-Wots. These guys are a lot of fun. They're a power trio. They actually took second place in our punk rock picnic, Battle of the Bands. People love them. They're a little raunchy, a little, uh, uh, a lot, just, just a lot of fun punk rock. Old school, you know, uh, good time, let's drink some beers, rock out. Uh, the second band on Thursday night is a band called All Out Loud. They're from Connecticut. Uh, they're more of a kind of uh, 90s hard rock, punk-edged vibe. I really like these guys. Um, uh, good friends. Actually, Joe, who's on our board uh, in, from Connecticut, he, he plays in this band. Um, and they're they're really quite good, um, and and they they got a, a single that just came out that I think y'all will appreciate. Um, then we have a local uh, a local horror punk band, Defiant Brood. They've been around for a while. Woman fronted band, uh, just terrific stuff. Uh, then Ghost Road. Ghost Road is a band that has played every festival since we started. They are from Morgantown, West Virginia. They just released a new album. Uh, good friends uh, and, and a lot of fun. They started as a horror punk band, but they've sort of evolved away from it <coughs> to a more street rock and roll kind of band. Okay. Uh, next up, Rebelmatic. I, I really can't say enough about these guys. I really love them. Uh, yeah, they're non-conventional, but I think they're just terrific. Uh, and and uh, Tom... They have vinyl, so you want to get some. Who's? I'm sorry. Who's that? I was. That's Rebelmatic. Rebelmatic. Excellent. Excellent. And then last. The things I miss when least, I pee, Neil. <laughs> you went peeing again? Holy I, I shit, dude! Drink, yes. <laughs> He's drinking beer, so we know that that's going to happen. Okay, who's headlining on Thursday? I think I know. Headliner but... on Thursday is the Ravagers. Fantastic. I love these guys. Yeah, we uh, do too. Yeah, we love you them know, too. Uh, and and they have a Maryland connection. They were originally out of Baltimore. They still are, aren't they? Uh, half of them live in New York now. Oh, is that right? Okay. Uh, and I, hey, I what's the singer's name? Uh, we have the singer on Alex, right? Neil? Alex, yeah, Hagen, Hagen yeah. the Pagan. Yep. Yes, and he does a lot of artwork too for other bands. I can. He's got a very distinctive style. Now, every time I see a band that has his artwork, I can always tell. Yes. Those guys and those guys are great. Obviously, they've been on the show before. Actually, of the Savage Mountain of the lineup this year, one, two, three—at least three of these bands are friends of the show. Oh, four actually with Huntington's four. So yeah, we've got, we yeah, got we've four of these before. bands on the show before. So, yep. friends of the show. So that's, maybe we'll even maybe we'll even revisit some of them again. Yeah, before then. Well, hope, hopefully the Ravages are going to have recorded something new soon because that album was uh was our best of the year it a couple was, years yeah, ago, it was delayed yeah it yeah. was delayed yeah so hopefully they have new new stuff coming out or something they're really good uh, they're they are. Are just really really good uh you know they're great on vinyl and then live they like are rip your face off good yep so you've seen them Neil. yeah i've not, I have. I've not got a chance to see them yet so yeah the excellent song with Susie moon yeah excellent so excellent i'll tell you show. what that's this might be a good place to play this song Okay, so you po- you picked a uh, nasty night. Um, nasty so, night. Yeah, so let's hope it's not a nasty night. Well, maybe let's hope it is a nasty night when they play on the Thursday, August tenth, at the Savage Mountain Punk Fest. How's that? Ravages nasty night. City's a boy, make another 
That was the Ravagers with Nasty yeah. Night. Hope everybody stays up late with us to watch the Ravagers. Yeah, I might be asleep. Sorry about you, that. They I are not going on that late. Oh, that's like right. You said, said Thursday. Yeah, well, that's Thursday right. Thursday night. Pretty late for Neil. We, we finish, we're finishing Thursday night, I think, by 12.15 or 12.30. There you go. Yeah. That's Eastern time, Neil. You yeah, you had, a, yeah, you had an hour like, for me. That's so, only like 11.15 for you. Yeah. It's basically that's only like It's only like two hours after your bedtime. <laughs> Neil, like I that. just want to say this. Neil, I said this last year, but I say this again. You can get on the train in downtown at on on Wednesday night at six o'clock. You can get on the train from Chicago, and you could wake up at ten in the morning in Cumberland on Friday, on Thursday, and be ready to go. Well, you'll be waiting for us because we ain't gonna be there that early, buddy. We're taking off <laughs> Thursday morning, so Neil, you show up early. I'll pick you up at the train station and take you to lunch. All we'll right, meet you at the bar. We'll meet you at the bar, buddy. Have you done that train journey before yourself? You seem to be familiar. I have. With it. You have. I have. So it really takes that long, though. It takes ten hours or something. It, it yeah, it does because it's a long train. It stops it stops a lot. I actually, I tell you what, I did it in a sleeper car, which was a lot of fun. Hmm. hmm. Wow. It was like being in a mobile. It was like being in a mobile hotel room, but they gave you breakfast, dinner, and drinks. So, mm. where is that? Where does that end up? Obviously, Cumberland, Maryland isn't the last it stop. It ends up Cumberland, Maryland, and are, like you cross the tracks and you're at the Ramada Inn. No, I'm saying, where does it? Where does the train go after that? What? What? Where does it dead end? It goes all the way to D.C. The line is Chicago to D.C. Chicago, D.C. Okay, good to know. I'm I am going to look into that. Actually, that I know, sounds. I know we talked about it last year because the oh my chickens. Oh no, it's the baby. That's the baby. <laughs> yes, Tom. Wait, Tom. Tom does chickens, not. Tom, Tom does Tom, not live in the country. Chickens? He thinks he hears chickens. I have chickens, but my kids uh, went to a, a Fourth of July party. We have the baby. Oh, you have the I baby. Hear the baby. Oh. Hear the baby down there just screaming her full head off. Hmm. Anyway, um, 
so yeah, Neil, I know that you can see the tracks in the hotel. It's not far at all. It's definitely it's it, that would be an interesting trip. Yeah, it would actually. I like taking the train to places. I mean, in the England, I did anyway, but I don't know about. I've never really done a long train journey here, but that sounds fun. Gotcha. I, I, like I said, I did it. I, I had to go to a, a conference in Chicago, and I was like, there's nothing worse than flying into O'Hare, being, you know, spending $100 on a taxi because you sit in traffic. And and I suddenly said, and, and you know, where we are, the nearest airport's two hours away, so you got to go the night before, you catch a, you get a hotel by the airport. I was like, screw it. And the, my favorite part was this. I landed in Chicago at the train station, and my hotel was like a block and a half away. I just walked to the hotel. And then on the way back to Cumberland, I got off the train, and I could see my car. There you go. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, and and you know what? Uh, I got to just, you know, I, I spent time reading and spent time relaxing and and I drank the entire train ride uh, until I fell asleep. So it was a sleeper car by yourself? I got a sleeper car by myself, yeah. I got a little sleeper room by myself. Nice. All right. Well, there you go. Something else for me to look at. That and the, what was a nice hotel? Was it? The Fairfield Inn. Fairfield Inn. Fairfield Inn. All right. Neil, you're so soft. <laughs> and, and Neil, I say this. I mean this sincerely. You say you're coming. I will pick you up at the train station and take you to lunch. That's very nice of you. We shall we shall see. You're almost changing. You're almost getting me to go. Well, I know you, I know you want to go in your heart of hearts, but I know your daughter's situation is kind of unfortunately in a flux. So you it's in a flux. Exactly. It's not. And that's I not. That's not a that. German car. Yes, a flux. You know. Uh, you know. I I, I I I always complain about how easy we could take it on our kids, but then I bend over backwards to make sure. I, I I'm I'm right there with you, buddy. I yeah. I freaking. I'll tell you a story next time we do a solo episode about how I found myself helping my daughter out in the freaking hood in the middle of the night. Oh, boy. Not that long ago. Yeah. But anyway. Hey, like I said, my son lives in the house next door the number of times I find myself, like, mowing his lawn for him. There you go. Well, that's no good. Well, my my, uh, my son that's settled down here in town, he lives, you know, probably maybe a mile away. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, and I, I always said when they first, when they wanted to have a kid, I'm like, you know, mom and I still want to go out. We don't need to stay home and, you know, we're, we're not going to babysit every Friday. But meanwhile, I, I pretty much am ready to babysit. I don't need to go out. So. <laughs> Unless you go so. to see Black Flag in Illinois. Oh, Jesus. Well that's, the, well, that's the problem, Jerry, is honestly, the only thing I really like to go out and do is watch bands. And my wife's not, we're not on the same page. So I really, I need to go out for her. You know, I need to take her out for dinner. We need to hang out with our other friends, be social. Uh, you love the, you love the music bingo. What are you saying? Oh, no, no. I love doing that. Yeah. I love yeah. the barter party night hanging out with, yeah. the, with the friends, but yeah, for sure. I'll tell you what. Okay. So Friday, 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 Friday. It's Friday a ska day. Well, it's once. not just a ska day. <laughs> Friday, we start with some pop punk with the Lauskateers. Yep. Now they played we got band. some local hardcore with Middle Age Brigade. That's Ronnie of the famous pool party. That's Ronnie of the favorite famous pool party. The Lauskateers, Neil, are like a uh, female fronted trio. Uh, I think Joe Queer produced one of their albums. They're yep. they're very very popular in that circle. I think. Indeed. Uh, then we get from Connecticut, Sergeant Skag. They're kind of a ska punk band. Sergeant that's Skag, dinner, that's I the, see. That's dinner break. Well, that's interesting. They spell. I I expected Skag to be S K A G, but it doesn't look like they did that. Interesting. I, I think their full name is like Sergeant Skignetti or something like that, but they've <laughs> since reduced the name. I actually think it's 
probably some guy who was Sergeant Scagnetti in the military. <laughs> maybe, I should, maybe I should talk to them about their name when I'm over there. There you go. People love that. Fans love that. Yeah. Um, and then we have New Jersey's uh, Houston and the Dirty Rats, who are a lot of fun. So they're from Jersey. Okay, I, I'm not familiar with them. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is our kind of Jersey day. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Royal Honey. They're from Pittsburgh. They play like a New York Dolls style. Yeah, almost like a classic rock. Yeah, they're great. They reminds we, me of like early Aerosmith or something. I, I I've listened to them a little bit. They uh, they remind me of the Dolls and the Heartbreakers. Uh, very New York, seventy six, seventy seven, and in the way I love. Yep. By the way, uh, then we got Doc Rotten from Jersey. Uh, they're just terrific. Yep. Uh, Friends of the show. Yep. I'm looking forward to that because I I love their records, but I've never seen them. Yep. Uh, and then uh, you know uh, I know Tom and Neil, you were looking forward to the Pie Tasters. Uh, DC Ska, uh, which is really funny. I know the name. I don't know. I couldn't tell you one of their songs. I know the you name. You know, I, I alluded to this last year. I, of course, played Ska in the 90s. Um, and, and still and we got, let you on, Jerry. You see how good we are? See how magnanimous <laughs> we are? <laughs> but I have the original Pie Tasters 7-inch in my record collection from, huh. like, 1992. Huh. Hmm. I'll give you a dollar. And I expect change. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I was going to say we actually have a uh, we have a Doc Rotten song to play. Which record is this from? I know the records. I don't know the songs necessarily. The names of the songs. You don't know either. That's a good oh, question. Oh, this is so long. Uh, that's what I gave you. It is. Play. Which records that from? You know, you you have both the records too. I do. Boy, we are bad. I do have both records. I don't know which one this is. Okay. This is off. Oh, what I do know is they're recording a third album right now. They're back from Europe. I'm, I'm very much looking forward. Like I said, very much looking forward to seeing them. I know you saw them too, which you got. You knew. I you've did. All these bands that I have looking I forward to. They're hanging very, out with these guys. Man. And, it, and it's guys. and it's well, it's funny that one of these they're one of these bands when they when they came on Jerry I don't know if you heard that episode when they came on pretty much the entire band was on and sometimes yeah, that can get mess. out of control but they were funny as hell and they just seemed like wacky funny guys but they're I tell you great. what I tell you what live they are prof- totally professional they are yeah. fucking tight as a drum so anyway that's All right. that's let's, that let's spin, let's let's spin some. Uh Yes. Let's spin some uh, Doc Rotten. Yeah, so this I think Doc we're Rotten. running out of songs very quickly, but that's all right. Yeah, we, we might have to. We might have to uh, add, add another one, maybe. That's all right. I got a plan. I got a plan to bring it all. I got a plan to bring it all around. Okay, so this is uh, Doc Rotten with uh, "So Long," and this was off their first album, "Illusion to Choose." Illusion to Choose. There okay. you go. Shut the facts, you will 
Right Doc Rotten there with So Long off of uh, Illusion to Choose from 2018. Okay, wow, that was a big silence. <laughs> did, I lose, <laughs> did I lose everybody? No, no, I'm just taking it all in. You, well, you went peeing again, were you? <laughs> well, I'm trying to think how what we did last year, because Thursday we get in just in time, basically, to make it to the venue, because it's a pretty good hike. Oh, so what? Uh, well, actually, let me ask you that, Jerry. I know so Friday, Tom, you went record shopping. At we Yellow did. Street. We went to the record store in Frostburg, which was a decent little store, actually. And uh, we we hung out with our pals from Good Men Doing Nothing, who we will be hanging out again with this year. They're coming. At least Chris and Justin are coming. I know. So what time? Uh, what time does the play? What time does the thing start? Let's seven thirty. Seven thirty. Music starts at seven thirty. Gotcha. Is that on? Is that on Thursday or is that on Friday or is that on Thursday every day? and Friday both? Okay. And Saturday's a little earlier. Saturday music starting at 6. Okay. Because there's more so bands. yeah, Friday probably. we went to Frostburg, Neil. And, you know, one like one year, like the first year, Scott and I, on Saturday afternoon, we actually like walked into West Virginia and hit some bars that you would not like at all. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Was it like... like a- well, it's definitely one of those, we walked into the jukebox, stopped, kind of... We and had everybody, turned, we- everybody turned around? had one beer and politely let ourselves out because you can walk from Cumberland to West Virginia. I mean, it's less than a mile. Hmm. And, and and if you don't want to go over the bridge, you can swim. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I thought we were going to have to swim to escape. We yeah, I was going to say, if they don't like you, you might have to because they'll throw you in the mm-hmm. fucking river. Yeah. It really is It really is amazing the difference when you cross the when you cross that border, the neighborhoods and everything else. But. Well, so okay, so give me a an idea, a taster, if you will, of what that area is like. I mean, you're talking about mountains and stuff like that. So it is really in the Appalachians. It's it's. We are viewers. in Appalachia. Cumberland is in the Potomac River Valley, though. Okay. So Cumberland is not in the mountains. Frostburg is. Um, it's wait. It's not. You wouldn't. It's not because it's funny because like. Where we walk, there's a lot of hills. I mean, it's it's hilly. It's very it's very hilly, straight. but Frostburg is at about twenty eight hundred feet. Okay. Cumberland is kind of at sea level. Really? A little, not not quite, but close enough. Wow. Hmm. Um, you got the towpath for the canal. Um. So uh, is it a, yeah. is it a city? Is it a city or is it a? Yeah, is it a, it's, it's a, city a very old. 50, okay. Very old city, Neil cool architecture it's definitely a city that was it's a city of 50,000 that was probably used to have 100,000 Cumberland used to be the second largest city in Maryland was that right that's why it's called the Queen City Um, the C&O Canal the Cumberland and Ohio Canal uh, was built there Uh, it uh, used to have uh, used to be an industrial town uh, like a lot of places the, the mills all closed in the yeah, 80s. Very rust, very rust belt. Definitely very rust, rust belt. Um, it also has a, it used to be one of the largest railroading cities hmm. in the country. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so for that. There is, I'll tell you what, Neil. It's, it's, you would, I know you love taking pictures. Like when you come here, you love looking at the old right. trains and all that stuff. You would, you would love, there's a lot, a lot to take in. It's a town to walk around. You know, grab a beer at one bar, walk around a little bit, check out some stuff, and it's it's not it, you know it's you can tell they're struggling with some things. I suspect it's a difficult place to be a municipal worker, you know. But uh, they're trying; they're trying harder than a lot of cities like that are. So, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Frostburg so, is where the college is, right, Jerry? That's where you. Frostburg is where the university is. What what university uh, Frost, is that? Uh, Frostburg State University. Okay. It's a Maryland State School. 
it's where I it's 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 my employer. Um, it's the one that uh, allows me to spend my summer doing this. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's actually Frostburg is also the town where Savage Mountain Punk Arts and the original Savage Mountain Punk Fest started. Uh, and about fifty percent of our programming still happens in Frostburg. Hmm. So you have some smaller bars there where you still do some stuff or, or venues. Yeah, or and we do our big picnic. We have a, the city gives us a park with a band shell for our our, our picnic in early May hmm. uh, where we have vendors and a big beer tent and a couple of food trucks. It's kind of, a, it's a lot of fun actually. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, let's, let's go into Saturday. That's the heaviest day by far. It's a long day, but it's a fun day. Um, most long, people are. Long day, it's a fun day. Most people are uh, already most people are already lubricated when they roll in. When you say yeah, most people, you mean yourself? Well, yeah, whatever. I'm most people. Well, I'm every anybody man. who's been at the at the pool party uh, is well lubricated. So the pool party is on Saturday. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. And then um, I alluded to the picnic. We do this eight band, nine band picnic every May, um, and the Duwats came in second. And what we do is. We do a battle of the bands, and everybody who comes can vote. Um, so the winner of that plays Saturday, and that's President Bomber. Uh, President Bomber, uh, these guys, uh, you know how the Jasons wear the Jason masks? Yep. Well, President Bomber, we don't know who they are, but it is a guy in a Bill Clinton mask, uh. a guy in a George Bush mask, and a guy in a JFK mask in suits playing hardcore interesting huh. so it's so it's just like the uh, the guys in point break then right the, the, weren't those bank robbers all wearing those masks yeah there you go break? patrick swayze vehicle, yeah yes yep huh interesting uh no Ob- no, Ob- no obama though huh <laughs> just stop it well, uh, they're followed by the cleveland hardcore band punching moses oh they're from cleveland okay they're from cleveland cleveland i I'm not familiar with them, but I'll tend to check them out. I make a Spotify playlist every year before I go so I can check out the bands. Uh, I have to say this. Uh, Tony Erba, the famous Cleveland punk bass player and singer, he's in Punching Moses. Oh, excited. is that right? Yeah. Oh, no kidding, because his last vehicle, does he sing or what does he do? Uh, I think he's playing bass in this. I'm not quite oh, sure. Bass. Okay, because he sang, of course, in the band. Uh, Fuck you, pay me. Fuck you, pay me. I love them. I have I have two of their three records. I don't have the first one, but love that band. Anyway, Fuck cool. You I, that, that... Me played at the first festival or the second festival. I can't remember. See, which. that actually makes me excited to see them because I had never heard that. I just like that's kind of a goofy name for a band, but now I know that. Oh, okay. Oh, excellent. Hardcore Cleveland hardcore royalty involved. So yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, and then I mentioned barbed wire necktie earlier. Uh, they're a reunion of a local hardcore band. Uh, super excited by this. I get uh, to meet Butch, I guess, Neil. You get to meet Butch. Butch Haggard, yep. Uh, Butch, who is a uh, Tom, uh, you would like him. He's a big, middle aged, bald punk rocker. <laughs> oh, there you go. What's not to like? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they are followed by uh, Columbus, Ohio's The Whiteout. I'm not familiar uh, with them either. What's their, what's their deal? They are a much more um, 
kind of old school rock and roll, punk rock and roll band. Uh, I really dig them. I, mm. uh, you know, uh, they got a little bit of garage in them, uh, like the Cynics. Huh. Uh, but just good, just a good, good time to mix rock it up. And roll band. Good to mix it up a little bit. You can't have yeah, all for sure. Bands. Exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. actually good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, 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 you know, I can only take so much of it, and then I got to move on. You know, <laughs> there you no, go. This is true. One of the things that I try to do in this festival is I try not to have like horror punk day or hardcore day. Yeah, yeah. You have um, a little bit of everything every day. Yeah. Uh, Whiteouts are followed by uh, my good friends, the Mud City Manglers. Yeah, they played. Every, they played every year I've been there. Yeah. They have played every year. Um, uh, they just bring it. Yep, you know, great they're just walls band. out rock and roll. Yep. Uh, and then uh, they are followed by uh, the incredible uh, Ramones Core Huntingtons. Okay. I know they're friends of this show. Yep. Well, that's when Huntingtons are playing. Okay, they're playing. So they're okay. There's a few bands after them. Okay. You don't like that the Huntingtons are playing there. No, no, no! I'm all for it. I'm just that, that's kind of there's like several there's still bands coming up after them because I think just there's a little two. surprised they're not later. I think the, I think there's only two bands coming after them, Tom. I think. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. No, there no, are three actually. That new two, one three, got three, added. Four, yeah, five, yeah. yeah, But no, no, I love I love the Huntington's. As a matter of fact, they have a new split record out that I haven't bought yet, so I'm sure I'll that's be with the Travoltas, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'll be carrying my records back to our dodgy hotel so that I don't have to carry them around all night. I think I can probably get one of those for you, Tom, because I know the guy that runs the label. Yeah, I do too, <laughs> but I don't volunteer for him for free like you do. That's but true. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, go ahead, inside, inside joke. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> yeah. The Huntingtons are followed by the Cheats. Yay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we know the Cheats, yep. Cheats are great. Not Dan Vapid and the Cheats. No, Todd. No, the real Cheats. Yeah, the real Cheats, the real the real cheats, cheats from cheats. Pittsburgh, right? Uh, once again, I must say... Throwing back to our little flashback, that first year where I seemed to get myself into trouble with my drinking. Who was I drinking with? That's right, Todd Sheet. Oh Todd boy! Sheet. So we'll try yeah, not to get. You, we'll try not to do a, a Todd Sheet. You will get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, I have to say this: I love the Cheats. I, uh, individually, yeah, uh, the Dow Strokes have played with the Cheats a couple of times. Uh, they are they are some of the nicest nicest guys. Uh, and, and they, a great band, and a great band, and a great band, and just a great ballsy rock and roll band. Yep. Uh, they are followed by the Rumors. So I don't know anything about the Rumors. The super Suckers. That is a uh, that spelled the British way, Neil. With a U. Oh, okay. Excellent. Like Graham Parker. Useless, like Graham Parker useless, in the Rumor. A useless U in it. You're a useless a U. Pointless U, Neil. Pointless U. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, anyway. What do they? What do they sound like, Jerry? I never heard them. It's a fl- are, it's a Fleetwood uh, Mac cover band, Tom. Ah yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, they're they're kind of a you know uh, they're kind of a, a throwback uh, band in sound. Um, I like them. Like I said, they're touring with the Super Suckers. Their agent contacted me, or the Super Suckers agent contacted me and said, whoopsie. <laughs> yeah, got to get Oops. these guys on the bill. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I'm literally five minutes sets, five minutes off each set. 
you know, starting the show 15 minutes or half an hour earlier than I intended. You make it work. There you go. Now, what do you know about this band? Are they, are they, uh, I'm seeing, I'm looking on Discogs and I'm seeing one rumors that have got like three girls in the band, uh, it looks like. Ohio's premier Fleetwood Mac trivia band performs at (laughs) Kikomo's, uh, it's funny because they, apparently there's a couple bands with that name. So it's R-U-M-O-U-R-S. Yeah. Are they from Iowa? Yes, they are from Iowa. So it's yes, it's two it's two, two or three girls in the band. It looks like. Yes. Well, I mean, one of them is Stevie Nicks. One of them is that Christy McVie, right? Look, I uh, look. Uh, <laughs> you know what? After, look, I have to say this after after looking at Todd Sheet for forty minutes. Uh, oh, hundred percent. Look at a couple of women rockers. Yeah, they look you know very what? look I very attractive. Am I allowed to say I'm that these days that they look very attractive? I don't, I don't know. Well, one of them is called the lead singer is called Carly Fox. So I think there you go. I think it's a throwback. Yeah. Uh, and I have to say this: their song "Wancha" I really like. They're good. I I like them. You know what? I think because we're out of songs, I think we should play a song by this band. What do you think? Sure. Why if not? you if you like, which you know what, why don't we do that now? Then we'll come back and talk, and I'll tell you the story about uh, how I was traumatized by Todd Cheat and B. A. Both. <laughs> oh Jesus, that sounds you, scary. You were Tom traumatized. Is that <laughs> exactly. what I'm Exactly. I still wake up in cold sweats, or is it hot sweats? I don't know. Okay, so, Neil, so, did you find a song? You find a good one? Well, I won, uh, which one? Which one did you this want? This one is Jerry? called "The Chain." You can never <laughs> break the chain. <laughs> okay, let's stop that joke now. Do you uh, know any songs individually, or should we just grab one, Jerry? Or should we just just grab one. one. I thought you said uh, there was one that you liked. Uh, Go by name. Uh, Go by name. Uh, what was it? I just say I want you. Is that what I just said? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking on Discogs. I don't see any songs called that. Interestingly, mm. enough. Uh, there, the, I'm gonna the the rumor. I want your love. I want your love. Is that it? Go there. Okay. I want your love. Is that what it's called? Hmm. Yeah. Go with I want. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna play. A, yeah. Go with that. This is going really well. I think I'm gonna have to cut this bit out a little bit. I think Jerry's catching up with me on the. Uh, I think the so. Mezcal. I think the mezcal's kicking in. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm looking. I'm looking on. Uh, I'm looking on good old Bandcamp right now. Oh, this is the wrong fucking band. It's too, see, it's a common. It's a common name, right? O U R S. Come on. The rumors.bandcamp.com. Yeah, it's, oh. not, it's not rocket science, Neil. Jesus, listen to him. Listen to he is getting angry. It's that fucking mess call. Can you believe this guy's an IT guy? Jerry, can you believe this? I'm telling you, there's like there's like ten bands called Rumors on uh, on Bandcamp. And it's the name. It's a very popular gay bar here in Grand Rapids. Is it? There you go. We have the manhole in Chicago. I mean, I assume it's popular. I don't know. I just deliver over there. <laughs> I mean, I just deliver product, not deliver you know sexually. That's great. Yeah, talk amongst yourselves, people, because I can't find this fucking thing. All right, listen, okay. this is a song wait, by the rumor. No, this is a song by Rumor, so enjoy, everyone. It's to be named later. And. <laughs> to be named there later. We go. Yes. There we go. I want your love, I want your drugs. I want your love, I want your drugs. Well, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but you're getting real. 
rumors, everyone. All right, there's rumors with your name here. You know what the funny? You know what the funny thing is, Neil, is we, well, we're 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 going to take a little break for dinner, Jerry, after we're done with you, and then we're going to do another one. I might just be incapacitated. <laughs> we're actually talking to somebody you had last year. We're talking to our man Armado, not Armado, Amado from uh, Nar- Norcosi Orchada, who played the festival last year. Great Detroit-based band. So, anyway, Jerry, are you Jerry's still with us, buddy? Oh, something, Neil. Okay. But not the first thing. There we go. It's the second thing say, I just sent you via Facebook. I'm going to say he turned his microphone off so he could listen to rumor songs and pick one out. I think That's so, my too. guess. Am I right, Jerry? I am here. Can you not hear me? No, no, we couldn't for a minute, but you're good now. All right. So, listen. So Neil, you told- look at your Facebook. I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now, my friend. I'm looking at it right, right. now. So you, you actually gave us a heads up quite a bit ahead of time last year that super suckers were your big target so you, you you were talking about how you're booking for next year already so how did you how did you uh get kind of focused on the super suckers great band by the way uh one the super suckers are a great band right um we talk to people like one of the things that you know we have to recognize is that you know there are a whole bunch of bands i might want to have play that sure. people would be like why the fuck do you want uh, this band to play i never sure. heard of them but yeah, and you have to. We have to remember that we're of a certain age, and we have to kind of be more like things bring in all kinds of people, right? We can't just yeah. let it die with, just for old people. I, I have to say this: when we announced the Super Suckers, we sold out of pre-sale tickets within like an hour. Wow! See, it's um, funny too because they might not pre-sale tickets, but people around here love them. And they might not play that area much. You know, it comes down to that a lot too. Like they play here pretty regularly, but if they don't, you know, there's a scarce if there's a scarcity issue, that's a big thing, you know. So um and this is a band I've been listening to since the 90s. Sure. Um they're terrific. Uh they're good guys. Uh, and it was funny, actually. I was going back and forth with their agent uh, <clears throat> through September and into October, and and they kept like hemming and hawing. And I actually sent them the link to our to your wrap up post Savage Mountain Punk Fest. Oh, is that right? Oh, uh, that's funny. Show and like within 24 hours of me sending that, they were like, "We're in." Oh wow! Well, maybe we should reach out to Eddie. Honey. Yeah, I guess we should. Shit. Huh, that's funny. We could have Teddy Spaghetti I mean, and be, Eddie Spaghetti back to back. It might be a, it might be a coincidence, but that's still fun. That's a, no, it is it is a great time. No, I think they'll enjoy it. They, you know, th- th- it'll be a good time for them. So that's excellent. And the other thing, you know what? We haven't brought up Jerry. This is the first year that we are actually the Punk Light Podcast is actually a sponsor of Savage Mountain Punk Fest. I am super excited. Uh, you know, one of the things I remember you saying to me last year, Tom was uh you might have been drunk but you said jerry i might just be a lifer yeah <laughs> because well, there are people who are uh savage mountain punk fest lifers i mean there are people who come every year from uh all over the country at this point well, um, well and it's it, it is you know it's 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 just so much fun. We just have such a good time until the until the you know the fun stops. I can't imagine why we would quit going. And like I said, it is a family thing, so you you look forward to seeing people every year. There's people I'll miss this year that aren't playing that I'm a little sad about, but you know we might get to that in a minute. But no, it's a great. It's just it is. It's so much fun, you know. But, so talk, much fun. but but talking of that though, 
how many people can actually fit into this venue. It looks like a pretty small venue, no? Yeah, it's pretty small. I mean, what's your capacity? Maybe a couple hundred, two hundred or something? Uh, it's about 225. Okay. Um, you know, I, I remember after this, you know, when Sloppy Seconds played, I remember, you know, I, I never actually see much of any band for sure. obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, and I remember uh, Sloppy Seconds were playing, and they were great. And I and I walked upstairs, and I walked outside. And of course, if you're on the street, you can look through the windows. Yeah, and yeah, the back sidewalk. The stage. See, yeah. And so I walked outside, and I and there was about thirty people on the street, all wearing wristbands. They all had paid. And I looked in, and there was probably about 185 people in the room. And then there were 30 people on the street. And then I went upstairs, because there's a restaurant on the main floor. And there was about another 20 people kind of exhausted mm-hmm. um, and drinking. Not and a so, good time to get exhausted when Sloppy Seconds is playing. you gotta pull, you got to rally. <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, you know, I I just think that I mean the venue can hold more. Um, we are we're all, we are looking at ways to expand our capacity. That's uh, there are some things in the work that works that uh, I don't want to talk about now, but but maybe uh, next year um, we could talk about that because uh, you know we'll see where we are. Well, I'll tell you what. Okay, here's my thoughts. Do you have do you have something else? Is it, you got any other thoughts in your that you'd like to go over, Jerry? Because I don't want to cut you off. Um, if there's anything else you feel like you would like to get out or tell people or, or you know, one uh, last sales pitch, if it, as it were. I I want to say this, which is goes back to the size thing. I mean, I never want to be the type of thing in which we are doing something outside and there are a thousand people there and we're selling water for eight dollars. Yeah, I never want to do that either because I'm a cheapskate. And I tell you, this festival is a good bang for your buck. No question about it. You know, I mean, we we try to keep the prices down. We have a lot of sponsors. We have a lot of local support. Um, But the other thing is this. I always would rather be an event in which somebody said I was one of the 200 people in the room when Sloppy Seconds played in, you know, Cumberland, Maryland. And I'll say this, you know, B.A. and, and, and Boba... Those guys have been nothing but supportive of what we do. Uh, they had a great time. Um, I, I think it's really, really key that the kind of intimacy, and I, I think that's the, that's 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 an important word for me. Yeah. Um, that everybody there becomes friends, um, and you couldn't do that if there were a thousand people in the room. Yeah, and recognize the same faces, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, the fact is this. I, I pretty much talk sometime during the weekend to probably 80% of the people in the audience. Hmm. There you go. Um, Buy Jerry a shot. He'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's that's, that's, the, that's the problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Buy me a PBR, I'll drink it too. I'll, I'll tell you what, Neil, I'll take it. Or I'll tell you what, Jerry. I'll take it for you. If you're, if you're feeling a little weak in the knees, well, come over here, buddy. I, I need you. I need you. I take one for me. I can't digest beer. So a number of times people give me a beer, and I have to hand it off to somebody, Tom. There you go, Tom. Look for me, buddy. Look for me. It's all yours, buddy. Look for the shiny head. Scott or I, either of us usually are pretty good to... uh, If we don't already have both hands full, we'll certainly figure out a way to do it. You can pick out Tom Tom from across the room, indeed. Exactly. Do you know how many shiny heads 
That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, and the fat bald goatee guy is not really a rarity down there. I gotta say. <laughs> So hey, I was at the Descendant Circle Jerks Adolescent Show in Pittsburgh the other day. And yeah, we went to it. Wasn't, we went to it wasn't a rare look there either. No, no, not at all. Yeah, and and you know, you I could tell that they knew their crowd was older because they had like huge, like big sizes of the t-shirts and just like tons of them, like three X, four X, two X. You know, it's like yeah, there's not a lot of skinny people here. So hey, hey, Tom, uh, real quick, actually, since you mentioned that, do you want to pre-order uh, an SMP F? 23 t-shirt probably okay i'll get i'll get with you uh i'll get with you after okay do you, you do the, the fat guy said the, the fat guy said the pre-order Is no that all, everybody has the pre-order because we don't do it we don't we 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 order them to like spec oh is that right okay because yeah. i thought you had a few extra in past yeah years. but but not too many usually we have extra because i need to like oh if you if you you know, I order 120, and they say to me, "If you order 125, we'll drop it." You know, 50 cents a shirt. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Now, do they have the names of the bands on the back and stuff like that? On the, uh, bands on the back, and every year the front is a different front. Wow, it's almost like it's almost like punk rock bowling. You're getting very professional over here. They, but they do, but they cheaper. Do Our shirts are cheaper than punk go. rock. Oh, of bowling. course. Yes, everything will be cheaper than punk rock bowling. God's sakes. Yes. 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 So, I, so, what, so, Jerry, what, the direction I was going to go to wrap this up, because I wanted to do this, and uh, I think it's better to do it with you because you probably knew, knew them better than I do. One of the bands I always look forward to every year, that i got to say I was actually a little disappointed wasn't on the bill this year, is Submachine. Always look forward to seeing Submachine. And you probably know where I'm going with this, but I see they were going to play the your crunchier cousin or your crustier cousin in Pittsburgh this year. They were going to play the Skull Fest. Okay. But um, and I don't I don't know exactly the details of why they're not playing. But of course, Jeff, Big Jeff, the guitar player, passed away recently. And I got to tell you, it was always Neil, the two guys that were always there for all the bands, Jeff and Alex. Hmm. They were always Alex is the singer. Everybody kind of knows Alex. I think I think if you were involved with punk rock at all in the '90s in the Midwest or even the East Coast, you know Alex. But Jeff was just I, I only talked to him at at Savage Mound, but just a really nice guy. Um, you uh, did you know him personally or or not too much, Jerry? I I knew you know Alex is the the sort of guy everybody knows. Everybody yeah, yeah, knows definitely. Alex yeah, yeah. And Just and and honestly, this year it was one of those things. I'm like every year I'm like oh we gotta have Alex on the podcast. Alex is such a live wire, and I'm like oh we'll put we'll have him on before Savage Mountain because they're gonna play Savage Mountain, and now they're not playing Savage Mountain. Now I'm like not well. And part of me is like well I'll give him a little time. We'll we'll catch up with him later on. I don't well, know where I don't know what the status of the band is at the moment. Uh, I, I don't think they know what the status of the band. I mean, uh, Alex was the last one to join the original lineup, but everybody who was in the band had been in the band for like 26, 28 years. I mean, it was the same five guys forever. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, let let me say this. Uh, I, you know, uh, we have a we have a significant relationship to the Pittsburgh scene. Yep, yep. It's only, um, what, two hours away? Hour, two hours away? Hour and, or and a half. Hour, and a half? hour yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and I can only do so many Pittsburgh bands. And so my attitude has always been, if I'm having the cheats, it's not going to be submachines. You know, and, and so, and I talked to Alex about this. And Alex, yeah. of course, you know, this goes back to what I was saying. You can only do yeah. so much. And and I, I'm really... I, I shouldn't. I, I I think that had they been on the bill, they would be canceling right now. Yeah, probably. Um, and 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 so I'll I'll say that I messaged 
Alex, uh, I texted Alex when I got the news about Big Jeff, um, and he he hasn't responded. I think he's probably. I don't want to. I don't know this. I think he's probably yeah. kind of. Uh, probably shocked. got one mess- Probably got more messages that he knows what to do with too. I mean, and I'll say this. Uh, I knew Jeff. Um, what a what a fucking amazingly likable guy, uh, an amazing guitar player, uh, you know such a uh, such a, a big hearted, big presence, uh, eager to laugh, eager to tell stories, um, and and you know uh, I hadn't I hadn't seen Submachine uh, in. 20 years uh, you know maybe 25 years I hadn't spoken to Alex uh, and then they came to the 21 festival and it was like the conversation had never stopped yep they are uh, they are good friends the downstrokes have had the, the, the pleasure of playing with them uh, several times um I, I can't imagine what Alex is going through, what the rest of the band is going through. Uh, I'm a heartbreaking. Uh, and and I, if you are paying attention at all to the tributes to Jeff online, um, you see just how beloved he was. Not just because of his time in Submachine, just because of who he was. Everybody says that he was very supportive of younger bands coming up, and I yeah, I see a lot of nice, real nice. So he said, I didn't know him well. I talked to him at Savage Mountain. We were, were one of those kind of nod, acknowledge that we kind of knew each other, nod kind of a thing. We we I don't want to oversell the fact that I had like a real relationship with him, but I, it was seemed like a real good dude, and I always enjoyed talking to him when I saw him. Yeah. So I'll tell you what. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite Submachine song, Jerry? Oh, now now I gotta I gotta look at my favorite submachine songs because because I'm gonna add one on top. Of it. Whatever you like, I'm gonna put one more on, and we'll finish. We'll go out with two submachine songs. Uh, I I I would uh, let me you know. Well, I'm I'm downstairs, of course, in my office, and all my vinyl is upstairs. Ah, uh, so uh, taking a look here. Give me give me a minute. So what do you want to do, Tom? You, let's do. Bull in a China Shop. Okay. From the great 10-inch that you just found for me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, and and Loud Pizza. They have one of the great... Submachine has... I've probably said this before, but they have one of my favorite record title albums of all time. One of their albums, Neil, is called Now That I've Given Up Hope, I Feel Much Better. And I always think that's the greatest... It might be the greatest name ever for an album. Yeah, that's good. I love Live Fast, Die Dumb. Yeah, that was a good one too. Fresh out of Give a Fucks. They had a, I mean, all their their albums are all great. Very chaotic, fast, you know, hardcore stuff. So I saw them play the first time with No Effects in the mid '90s, and then I didn't see them again until Savage Mountain 2021. So, hmm. I, it's amazing when you get to a certain age how you can go like 30 years between seeing bands. I uh, I have to say this: one of the things I love uh, about Submachine is that if you if you look at pretty much every record uh, after between 1995 and 2000 by a, by an American punk band, somewhere in the liner notes it says special thanks 
Alex, Alex from Submachine. Yeah. No, I, I always make that joke. If you made a record in the punk record in the 90s and you don't thank Alex from Submachine, did you really make a record? <laughs> so I'll tell you what. Did you, you find one, Jerry? Did you pick one up? Uh, how about We're All We Got? Sounds good. So we'll do Bull in the China Shop and We're All We Got. By Submachine. And, uh, yep. And and Jerry, I'll tell you what, man. It's only I mean I'm going to see you a little more in a month, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm still working on trying to get Neil down there. Of course, Scott and I will be there, and uh, can't wait, man. Really looking forward to it. It's the highlight of our highlight of our summer. So, Tom, as as always, I can't wait to see you again. Uh, I love what you and Neil do with this. Um, when when we're done, can can I keep you online for five minutes, both of you? I just oh, want to ask you a couple things. For sure, uh, of course. Thanks. I mean, I might have to go pee in between, oh, but Jesus. Yeah, of course. I, I really love this podcast. I'm really glad for your sponsorship. I'm really glad for your friendship. And uh, keep doing what you're doing, guys. Thanks, well, man. Thanks, man. That's it's a really love nice. fest. You know, I got to tell you, though, I'm sick of doing these death dedications. So everybody who we love, quit dying, would you? Yeah. Sounds <laughs> okay. 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 Had too many of these lately. Okay, Casey Kasem. <laughs> had too many of these. Yes. <laughs> anyway. All right. Thanks so much, Jerry. We'll, yep. uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, man. It was good. Like I said, this is one more time. And if we do it one more time, then it's officially annual. Like if we do it three years in a row, then it's just like, I don't, we don't even have to, it's just penciled into the calendar for the following year. So, yep. Excellent. I like the sound of that. Thanks, All right, man. sounds good. So, you know, we're going to play some machine. We're going to do we're all we China have. Shop. And, and in the China, China shop, but yeah, and we're all we're all we got. Yeah, so uh, we're all we got. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. Keep a little marketing Thank hard, you. everybody. Stay free, and we'll talk Smell to you later. We'll see you in a month or so. Yeah, bye. I'm looking at a fucking song. Yeah.
Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, <laughs> ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom. Okay.